everyone, this is Ad Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is June the 16th, 2020. Strong hand, long-term thinking Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Golden age of the 2020s. Remember that, people. Compete, don't complain. Unconfiscatable, be relentless. Your home for Bitcoin insider information right here. Hello, my elite friends. How are you doing tonight? Uh, check out Friday's This Week in Bitcoin show. You can see them all now, techbalt.com. All 176 of them are back. T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Follow me there on Twitter. Just remember that. You can find all sorts. Disruptmeister.com. All like almost all of my 1700 shows are there now. I'm, I'm still fixing a couple things, but hey, archives are back. Have a fun time. Backup channel is linked to below. Subscribe to the backup channel. Do it now. This Friday is this week in Bitcoin, 1 p.m. Baltimore time. The Bitcoin rabbi Anders and Jan from Swan will be on. And of course, this week in Bitcoin that we just had was a, a very good one, also. That is. Uh, who, who was on that show? I know I, know I had a, a fun time. Tai Zen was on the show. So obviously it must have been great. So check that out. Okay. <laughs> Golden hold news here. I was surprised to see this. By the way, if you have questions, I have answers. Type in Bitcoin Meister or you can do a super chat into the chat. So it catches my attention. It needs to turn colors. That's how we do it here on the real channel. Oh, it's good to be back on the real channel, baby. So over at Kitco, you guys have heard of Kitco, right? No, you probably haven't. But if you're in the precious metals, there are big precious metals site. They interviewed Doug Casey sometimes. Uh, Andy Hoffman actually tweeted this out, and I was, I was very surprised. They have an article called Bitcoin is Here to Stay, Crypto Structure More Resilient Than uh, Equities, Treasuries, and Gold. Uh JP Morgan, they're, they're quoting the JP Morgan report, okay, that was uh, positive about Bitcoin. So these guys at Kitco, who really don't talk about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin at all, are, are, they put a positive article on, their, on the front of their website there. So their gold, this is one small step for the golden holders out there. Those dudes that, are, that think, eh. I'm preserving my wealth in gold. I'm, I've been holding gold for so long. I'm a golden holder. Well, now they're like, wait a second. Th this, uh, this trusted source, Kitco, they're telling me about digital gold. What is this? So, hey, Kitco, I'm not going to hate on you. I'm going to praise you. You, you. You've been in the precious matters for so long, and now you're talking Bitcoin. One small step for the golden holders. Pound that like button. All right. Now, uh, yesterday I was talking about the different realms of uh, <laughs> price realms that Bitcoin has been in and how where we are right now, right after the halving, we're stuck in the 9,000s, which doesn't bother me at all because I remember being stuck in the 600s and 700s after the previous halving and a little bit in the 500s. Uh, and so this is this is similar, very similar. And I, I was trying to think when did it get to 800 last time? And 
today I was I, I thought well, was it when I was in South Africa with Lorian Gamaroff on Halloween? Uh, but actually, that is not when it got to eight hundreds. Not it was still stuck. It, it got back over seven hundred on that day, or something happened with seven hundred that day. But what what did happen eventually? It was in December. In December, after being stuck in six hundred, seven hundreds. For so long, it got to the not 800s and 900s very fast, and then 1,000 on January 1st, 2017. Now, I bring this all up because you can see all these different little mini realms. Because, again, we're in the four-digit realm. Uh, but we're in the five-digit realm. I think I erased something by accident here. Oh, my God. I was going to quote one of my uh, – someone in the comments section said – he said, I, bring on a new normal. The new normal being the five-digit realm. Pound that like button. So yeah, that type of new normal I like. But we're already in that five-digit realm mindset, okay? Even though we're in the four-digit realm. But this, the site that I linked to below, the Wikipedia site, History of Bitcoin, and then the sub page, Prices and Value History. This is a good, this is a good site. It shows you uh, all the little zones that Bitcoin got stuck in. When it was between 600 and 800, and then when it was between 900 and 1,000, and it did, when it finally got to 3,000, 5,000, it's a good chart. Now, some of the reasons they give for the price uh, changing, uh, they're not so good. But the chart is good. It shows the little mini realms underneath the, the bigger four and three and five-digit realms. Okay, so check that out. I found that site to be uh, very interesting. Now, hang on. I see people over in the chat are waking up. Shane is in the house. Strong hand. Good to see Shane. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to say Stairway to Heaven. That is a, a song. Uh, Mr. Shane over there enjoys that Led Zeppelin, as do I. Uh, we, we both enjoyed uh, Led Zeppelin uh, back back in the day. No, no doubt about it. Shane is, uh, he's, he's someone I know for real life, is in the chat right now. So pound that like button, everyone. Get Retweet this show, dudes. The new channel, the new channel, <laughs> the big channel, the real channel, Bitcoin Meister is back after an absence. Some pe it, It's so strange. Some people that are you know hooked on the uh, YouTube algorithm, they didn't know it was gone. But then there's some people that are stuck on the backup channel and don't know it's back. Uh, I mean, dude, it's called Twitter. <laughs> it's called like, you know, do your own research. All right, but most people want things spoon fed to them it's just the way of the world okay but going back going back to cali here another song uh ll cool j there right uh now but yeah subscribe to the backup channel because i'm, I'm posting old shows there and every saturday night you can catch the beyond bitcoin show will be on the backup channel it will be on the backup channel it will no longer be on this main channel this week in bitcoin but uh, anyway, that's every Saturday night on the backup channel, link to below. So yeah, it was uh, Hass McCook and Tizen and uh, Linear Trav were on This Week in Bitcoin. I've already forgotten it because I'm so excited about the upcoming one on Friday at 1 p.m. There are certain points in history that are absolutely pivotal. Chaos and uncertainty create opportunity. Embrace it. That was from Matt O'Dell. And I, I do have to say, uh, you never know when you're going to get to one of those uh, pivotal moments in time. It, it might be right now. For me, it was back in 2013 when uh, 
Bitcoin was uh, going from 600 to 700 to 800 to 1,000. And it was November. And I, I was like, now's the time. Now's the time. From, that was, and I, there was action. But there was uncertainty in my life back then in 2013. Uh, I was selling my house. I didn't know what the future exactly was going to bring. So it was a risk to get into Bitcoin. But I changed my whole, I mean, I, I set up a whole new system. And wow, was it, was it the right decision? So uncertainty and chaos. Now, there wasn't exactly chaos in my life then. But a lot of people are definitely experiencing uncertainty now. And there is chaos in certain aspects of the world. And people, some people are very down because of all of that. No, dude, it, it is opportunity. It is opportunity. Take it as a positive. I took it as a positive in 2013. And, and I got the right one, baby. Uh-huh. Pound it. Now, but so a, a good, a good uh, reply to Matt O'Dell's very good tweet there was embrace the world's uncertainty by embracing Bitcoin's supply certainty. Oh, very good. Very good. So if you need to calm down with some certainty there, Bitcoin will give you that certainty because, uh, yeah, it's, it's supply. That is a certain thing. That is not changing. That is the basis of Bitcoin right there. In a world of uncertainty, you've got some uber certainty there with Bitcoin. But still, embrace that uncertainty of the world. Embrace it. Don't be scared off by it. Don't go hide in a hole like so many people are doing now. This is well, everybody else is hiding in the hole. You got the opportunity to be in freaking motion, baby. So embrace it. And as I said before, disruptmeister.com, check it out. Techbalt.com, check them all out now because you haven't gotten, you haven't been able to see all those shows uh, since April the freaking first, dudes. So I'm happy they are back. Very happy. So we in talking about embracing uncertainty, there's some people that are just so obsessed with the mainstream media uh, uncertainty, <laughs> the uncertainty that they focus on, okay, that they blow out of proportion that let me ask you this. How many of you know what's going on in China and uh, China versus India right now? I mean, the two most populated countries on the planet Earth. Uh, they've they've had a little uh, bit of war issues the last couple days. Okay, they've killed one another. Did you know about this? That, I, it's not on CNN. I check. It's not on Fox News. Not on Drudge. No, no. And on Twitter, Baron Trump is trending. Oh, you eighty percenters, you eighty percenters. But I just I'm, I'm reminding everyone out there. A lot of you are scared by the manufactured crises out there. Okay. And uh, beneath all that, there actually is uh, there's real news out there. I mean, this China India thing. I hope to God it doesn't I explode. That would be pretty bad, bad, wouldn't it? Both have nuclear weapons, don't they? Both have tremendous populations filled with people with nothing else better to do than to have a war. I mean, some of them can. But just pointing that out that you know when when everyone's worried about uh, there's new cases of you know what out there. Of course, there are new cases of it because there's better testing of it now. It's so with the headlines that the media tries to use to scare to scare people. This is what and to talk and, and to worry about the president's son, the, the Yentas out there on Twitter. Now, I will say one thing on Twitter: there was a little bit of mention of, of China and India out there, but just just wanted to put it out there. There is, you know, there's be, beyond all the uh, scare stuff that's supposed to scare you. There, 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 there's some real stuff going on out there right now.
All right, back to you can hear more about this on the Beyond Bitcoin show. But I just wanted to point that out tonight. Uh, when I saw ba Baron Trump uh, trending, I thought, God almighty. <laughs> they have nothing better to do than to talk about the, the, the son of the president. Okay. Very, very productive use of time there. And that's the thing. I, Twitter, as I said, 80% of it is trash. And don't look at the trending stuff. Don't look at the trending stuff. Just go to your favorite dude's uh, or your not so favorite dude's uh, Twitter feed. And you, you can learn a lot. I do that every night. Every night I check out uh, quite a few Twitter feeds. Uh, whether it be uh, Matt O'Dell or how about this dude, Chris Black. A lot of you guys disagree with Chris Black. Because he's a he's an ether Ethereum guy, okay? He, he's well, he's a cryptocurrency guy, okay? But he can be critical of Ethereum. Uh, and I just skipped the inflation thing. I'll go get back to that. Remind me to get back to inflation. Uh, I see there's some more uh, talk over there in the chat. I'll check that out in a second, also. But Chris Pleck says, uh, "Do not trust a person who never has a critical thing to say about their favorite cryptocurrency." So I thought about that for a while. I mean, do I have critical things to say about my favorite cryptocurrency, Bitcoin? And yes, I do. I've talked about the Bitcoin Inquisition before, how there are a lot of people out there who think that in order to be a true Bitcoiner, you can't say one bad thing about it. Uh, you can't talk about certain people that have like uh, uh, mentioned altcoins. You can't mention altcoins. You can't mention crypto dividends. I mean, come on now. You turn those crypto dividends into Bitcoin. Come on. There's like some strict orthodoxy with Bitcoin. I, I'm critical about that. There is no, I, I don't think there should be a strict orthodoxy uh, with Bitcoin. I think people should be able to, and that some people uh, encourage destruction of other coins. And that's the way Bitcoin will succeed. Now, I, I'm, I'm critical of that. Uh, I'm critical of the Satoshi obsession uh, that people seem to have. Uh, I'm, I don't, I think the user interface needs improvement with Bitcoin and all cryptocurrencies. Uh, it's just, there's some aspects of it that are just too complicated right now. Bitcoin, uh, it, it's, it's going to have to become easier to use. All right. And these are good criticisms. You should be able to be, Chris has a very good point there. There's lightning network worship. A lot of people say lightning network solves every single problem on the face of the earth. Uh, you, and you, you have to be the biggest fan of Light, Lightning Network and, and have an obsession with it. I'm not, I'm not into that. Although, I mean, I, I admire the people that are working on it and everything. That's great. Uh, but I, I think there's, there seems to be – there should be talk of other projects that are going on and uh, other – there can be other solutions. Why not? Uh, okay. So, and, you know, the privacy is not perfect with Bitcoin. That, that's uh, – and having to use – mixers might not be the best answer out there. I mean, I, I brought all these things up before and I think it's good. It's good to be, that was why I put it in the title. Critical, be critical of Bitcoin. There's nothing wrong with being critical of, of Bitcoin. It shows that you're just not some blind worshiper of it. Uh, but there are definitely people out there in altcoin land and in, in, in Bitcoin land uh, that that just, they don't have a bad thing to say about the, their, their favorite coin or anything that has to do with their favorite coin at all. Every Everything is perfect. It's, it's you know, God's gift to man, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Still, I mean, I'm going to say it again. I'll say it a million times. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Bitcoin, Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Every, nothing's perfect. There's always going to be room for improvement in everything, in yourself. Until the day you die, there's room for improvement, okay? 
so there's there's always room for improvement in Bitcoin and uh, but this is where the big boys play. So uh, there's some things that aren't going to change. They're always going to be the people that are into the Bitcoin orthodoxy. Uh, and I'll just have to deal with it. I mean, and I can deal with it. It's easy. It's easy to deal with it. I, I'll be sent to the Bitcoin Inquisition. Uh, that there's a story I'm going to share eventually about someone who uh, it seems like he wanted to send me to the Bitcoin Inquisition, uh, <laughs> to say the least. We'll get to that uh, in a later episode. Somebody, uh, you, you'd be surprised. There's someone out there that totally cut me off, cut me off. But and he he doesn't want his name mentioned. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny. We'll get that on another show. We'll talk about it on another show little sneak preview for another show. We're not going to have a Yenta show here today. All right. So back to inflation. Uh, oh, well, before I get to inflation, my Lord, there are Shane saying stuff. Uh, Bitcoin is the, <laughs> Bitcoin is the new way of life. If only all of you knew what that actually meant there. Uh, uh, congratulations on getting the Bitcoin Meister channel back. Hard work pays off. Dude, it does. Hard work does pay off. Um, keep working hard, people keep working hard. That's, uh, a, a lot of people call it uh, your, your privilege. No, come on. Hard work, hard work, people, hard work. Uh, Bitcoin in its teenage years, it will mature. Oh, that's a good way of putting it. Uh, Kiwi bloke. Although it's not, it's, it's in its, uh, tweens years, you know, to be exact. I think 11 is, is called a, a tween, I believe. Uh, but anyway, that that's 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 a good way of looking at it. It, it will be in its teenage. It's going to have its bar mitzvah <laughs> in uh, twenty twenty two, right? In January 20, 2022, we're going to have a bar mitzvah party in in, in Tel Aviv <laughs> for uh, for Bitcoin. Found that like button. There, there's an idea for everybody out there. Hopefully, I'll be back at the uh, Tel Aviv Bitcoin Embassy soon. It doesn't look like it'll be this summer, though, uh, because I'm staying in Asheville, if all goes well, until September 15th. Three more months. This place freaking rocks. It's relaxing. Uh, I, I'm obviously having a great time here, and I've not even been here two weeks, and I decided I, I want to stay here uh, three months. Okay, so that's – and that's – I'll be able to set up my new laptop soon. I know some people are very much looking forward to that, including myself. The one thing that I could not get done in Baltimore. Now, you know, time runs out. You only have so much time during a day. Now, inflation will happen. Here's some reason. Here's a good reason why inflation will happen. Uh, who Nick Carter tweeted this out. This is from some uh, financial uh, high up person. Uh, just heard this. The fridge just made a weird noise. Inflation will come because politicians can no longer credibly claim they don't have the money to spend after hosing down the economy with cash for the past three months. People will just demand that policymakers keep spending. Very good point. Very good point. They've spent like drunken sailors for the last three months. How can they say, well, you know, every all these people, 80 percenters want to stay at home, not work anymore, have some UBI. How can we deny them? We did it for the last three months. We, we were able to do it then. We, we're going to have to keep on doing Because politicians have no spine. They don't they don't stand for anything. They just want to keep on winning, want, want to keep on making the people happy. They are yes men. So, of course, this is the biggest yes man thing in the world. They've been saying yes hardcore for three months. How can they just say no now? How could the people, you've done it for three months. Come on, keep on going. And they will keep on going. 
And there's just, there is a point when the inflation will happen. Now, also, a lot, they will point to the fact, well, you know, during the whole QE episodes, quantitative easing, one, two, three, and four, or how many there, there were a few years ago, we didn't have inflation, although there was debt there, there was inflation in certain aspects of the economy. There's no doubt about it. But we didn't have noticeable inflation. So if we were able to do it then, we'll be able to pull it off again. So there's going to be inflation. There's this time, it will be. Now, I, I do not believe in hyperinflation. I want to keep on, keep on saying that. There won't be hyperinflation in the dollar. But I, I, I do believe we will see inflation this time. How long it will take. I don't even give a darn how long it will take because I have Bitcoin and that is your answer. That is your answer right there. Uh, and maybe that's the reason that'll be the reason we get to the six digit realm faster than I probably think we're going to get to the six digit realm because of inflation. Uh, but uh, good, good, good logic right there. Good, good logic right there uh, of, of why it's going to happen because they just can't stop doing it now. They, they, and when I say they, I mean the government, the Fed, that, that whole uh, uh, collaboration over there. Now, uh, so we talked about uh, you don't trust a person who's not critical of, okay. Now we're going to talk about Ethereum real quick. Uh, but I do find this fascinating, and I think we can learn from it. And uh, Ethereum development house uh, consensus is being backed by heavy hitters like Binance and Huobi to test its new staking as a service offering designed to make it easy for institutions to earn income from the next iteration of the second largest public blockchain. Okay, so I linked to that article. So what does this mean? People, Ethereum fans, and, uh, and Ethereum fans that are just more than people, but entities, they're going to they're not going to want to be validators themselves. They're not going to want to stake their own Ethereum, but they're going to want their Ethereum staked for them. So now these big entities, mostly exchanges, whether it be I mean, Coinbase will probably do it. Uh, obviously, uh, Binance will probably do it. They'll be like, hey, just give us all your Ethereum, people. Give us all your Ethereum and we will set up the staking for you. We will stake it for you. And uh, it, it's like here in the Bitcoin space, we tell people, you know, control your own private key. But so few people want to do it. Oh, just like Coinbase, do it for me. I mean, this is the default of most people. Even people who get into cryptocurrency, they still are just used to the whole bank model. Let, let the bank give me my interest, all right? Let the third party do it for me. So this, what's going on now is they're, they're building tools to make it really easy for these big third parties to do it. <laughs> <laughs> to, 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 to control the entire staking process. And so the Ethereum staking process uh, will be centralized uh, to a certain extent. Uh, and I'm going to say this right now, that if there will be a lot of exchanges that do this, that are just give us all your Ethereum people, we're going to give you your, you, you'll get a little bit more Ethereum back every year, et cetera. And I think this is going to cause some fractional reserve problems where they're going to be uh, trading Ethereum that is supposed to be locked out up. And if someone tried to get all the Ethereum that you're supposed to be able to get off the exchange uh, at one time, they're not going to be able to. <laughs> this, this is just adding a layer of complexity to these exchanges that if they do it, if they get a little bit corrupt, 
if they try to do something a little bit shady, it's, it's going to end in a uh, complete disaster because they're not going to have the Ethereum or they're not going to have access to the Ethereum that they're supposed to have access to for their clients. Now, the Chris Black and a few other dudes have uh, threads about this. And it says, Ethereum will not become the world settlement layer. Well, I don't think it's going to become any either. If staking is dominated by a few centralized exchanges. Now, the solution will not be to not have those services, but to build on technology and a culture around run your own validator. The user experience has to be there to make it dead easy, ideally on day one in terms of being your own validator. The focus must be on making staking and running your own validator as simple as possible. I don't think they're going to be able to do that. <laughs> but I, I, I definitely agree with the sentiment. If it's not easy to be your own validator, to stake for yourself, in other words, then everybody and their brother uh, that's an Ethereum freak is going to be handing over their Ethereum to these third parties just to do it for them. And that is probably a recipe for some sort of disaster <laughs> that I can't even predict. I kind of was hitting on it before. And I, I mean, some of these, I mean, it might be more than just exchanges that get into this too. Uh, some other third parties that we can't imagine right now might become Ethereum banks. And having a, I mean, hey, let this is where the big boys play. If they want to have Ethereum banks, I mean, uh, we have Bitcoin banks, Coinbase, uh, all these things are Bitcoin banks. But this is going to really, I think, build it up to a level that's bigger than uh, Bitcoin. I think more pe people will control their own Bitcoin uh, private keys. More, more Bitcoin will be controlled by individuals uh, than Ethereum will be controlled by uh, individuals percentage-wise. Uh, that this is going to cause a rush to give it to people giving up their uh, Ethereum to these trusted third parties. So it will be a very interesting experience. Maybe it will be easy to be your own validator. Then then that, that then that won't happen. Then people won't. Uh, but there still is a mentality out there of of some people that are just like, well, I'll just trust the brand name. I'll trust trust Binance. I, I don't trust myself being a validator. Or I mean, and it would be very interesting to see if a traditional bank. Uh, gets into this validation business uh, of staking or, or something something like a some traditional finance institution. We shall see. We shall see. Okay, so I talked a lot about Ethereum there. Uh, click on the squares at the end of this uh, video that you see if you're watching this taped. Uh, let's see if there are any other questions out there. No, there are not. Uh, people don't want to be a validator. Too busy. <laughs> Too busy a BLM marching. Well, uh, I... I yeah, I mean, <laughs> people, people, uh, they prioritize certain uh, certain aspects of their of their lives over their financial lives, and this is where the big boys play. If you want to uh, prioritize fitting into mainstream society over how you uh, how you deal with your finances, then you 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 pay you pay the consequences in the long run. All right, dudes, uh, put this out there. Yeah, people can't keep track of their car keys, much less their private keys, says Climate Tech. Well, in the general population, you are correct. But in the Bitcoin population, there are more and more people uh, that are, uh, yeah, getting uh, their uh, 
hardware wallets and controlling their own private keys as they should and not relying on a Coinbase and whoever. But as we get new people into the space and there will be a big rush of new people as we get into 2021 and all the freakish uh, DeFi gets pumped up and who knows what else get Ethereum 2.0 gets pumped up. It, it'll start going to the other side of the spectrum. There'll be plenty of people uh, allowing their Bitcoin and Ethereum to be held by uh, third parties. All right. Retweet, pound that like button, people. Come on now. Uh, I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister. Thanks a lot, dudes. I will see you tomorrow as you get a new show here every day. Subscribe to the backup channel. It's linked to below. Uh, see you and bang the bell button. See you guys uh, later. Bye-bye.